Okay, stocks have pulled back since the open. NASDAQ right now down about 90 basis points, lows of the overnight session pretty much. Meta's not helping. Zuckerberg's future Facebook is down too. Let's talk about it. Robert Cantwell joins us from Upholdings Investment Management, founder and portfolio manager. Down 8%, uh, Robert. Uh, this pain trade for the old Facebook uh, continues been so volatile you know they they hung in there after the snapchat report uh but then they were in the rally yesterday and you know investors looked at the report last night and said you know as, as solid as some of the metrics are you know this is your first negative um quarter uh, that we've ever seen out of you as a public company and so you know we're gonna have to punish you extra for that and i, I think part of what makes i mean there's a handful of things that make meta a difficult stock to own right now setting aside the the macroeconomic environment uh, but management has been pretty persistent about spending almost $3 billion a quarter in losses uh, without being more articulate about the business model that's going to be attached to some of that spend. So this stock, there's, there's a reason it, it's so cheap right now. And uh, clearly investors are, are pretty unhappy with the quarter. So the growth of the business now, it seems, is going to come at a much steeper cost with the investments they're putting into this and the expenditures they're going to have to lay out to build out this new business that's a lot different than just scaling up the old facebook right is that is that kind of it in a nutshell it, it is you know what's interesting about facebook there was a a really good report that came out from one of the congressional uh, inquiries in the past few weeks where in 2018 uh, meta had to lay out all of its uh, how all of its assets performed in all these different countries around the world and so we talk a lot about Facebook here in the U.S. because Facebook is highly penetrated, but they've got these four assets across WhatsApp and Instagram and Messenger and Facebook. And in any given country, a different one of those platforms may be the leader in that country for a whole host of, uh, of different reasons. So you know, that's why they've organized the business as this family of apps. One of the things that's difficult to understand right now is management has put so much uh, emphasis on discussing what a potential future metaverse is. And a lot of their investment spending is, in fact, just going towards reinforcing their core applications. And so one of the things that we struggle a little bit with as, with as investors is being able to disaggregate how much of this money is actually going into totally blue sky new initiatives versus money that's going into reinforcing the competitive position. You know, they talk about, uh, I'll give an example. So in the past four earnings calls, you hear about metaverse, you know, eight or nine times. Meanwhile, AI, they now talk about AI 20 times you know, in each earnings call as opposed to just 10 times about a year ago. And the more you hear that AI word, the more you hear Meta trying to compete more directly with TikTok, which users are having a little bit of backlash with. Um, and so I think management is in a transition period here of trying to figure out how to get investors to understand the investments that they're making, why they're making them, and how it's going to benefit both their existing platforms and new ones they might build in the future. Uh, so, I mean, is it, is it worth a shot at this point, do you think? H how does it factor in to the other growth tech businesses that so many people want to try and pick up after the big bear market we've been in? Uh, does Meta look appealing or is this sell-off telling us here that you need to be prepared uh, for uh, a trend that, that might be sustainable still? Downward. Well, yeah, that, well, you know, the, the cheaper a stock gets, if the underlying uh, quality of the company is good, your odds of it going up in the future only get better. Uh, now, that so that puts a lot of work on the investor to assess the quality of the business. And in Meta's case, 
you know, they've got 70 or 80% market share in a lot of the end markets that they're participating in. Their social assets are better than their messaging assets. There's a lot of credit going into Mark Zuckerberg's history of capital allocation. Because up until about 2018, uh, Facebook has had one of the best looking um, uh, income statement, balance sheet, cash flow statements that you could ever possibly imagine for an internet asset. And since 2018, uh, the company hasn't really been able to make new acquisitions. Uh, they've poured a lot of new investment into competing against uh, TikTok. Uh, they've put a lot of new investment into uh, building metaverse assets. And this is, this is uncharted territory for the business. And that's part of why the stock has gotten so cheap. So I'd say that there's, there's, there's one of three bets that you can really make with metaverse. Number one, that the uh, durability of the existing assets is going to simply outlive anything that investors uh, think today. Uh, number two, uh, Mark, Zuckerberg, the Mark Zuckerberg today is as good of uh, an operator as Mark Zuckerberg is 10 years ago, and you can trust him to, to find his way through this. Um, or number three, the business is doing just fine and management is a transition and they just haven't quite figured out how to communicate it correctly with shareholders yet because the business is still printing free cash flow. Uh, you know, they're not at record free cash flow. They're about six to 8% below that. So the company is still putting up numbers and supporting its multi-hundred billion dollar market cap. Uh, but it is definitely a very complicated stock to work through right now. Okay. Uh, well said, uh, Robert. Before I let you go, just real quick, we got Apple coming out this, am uh, this afternoon. We got Amazon coming behind it. Are these more stable businesses right now? Well, Amazon's going to look good. Um, you know, this, they report, uh, these two companies report a little bit later than Microsoft and Etsy and you know, uh, Meta and everybody else. So we've, you've, get, you've got a pretty good read likely on Amazon. Uh, E-commerce was much better than what the Walmart report had people fear. Uh, the cloud numbers that came out of Microsoft and Google so far were also a little bit better than investors feared. So we, we suspect that Amazon's report is going to be a pretty solid one. Now, like Meta, uh, Amazon has recently had capital allocation issues. There was this big overbuild, and Andy Jassy hasn't participated in any earnings calls. And so uh, the, the catalyst for, for Amazon to, to really move in a positive direction after the print, it's going to be less about the, the growth rates because analysts can probably already guess what those are going to be. And it's going to be more about has management already demonstrated a meaningful pullback on the excess spending that they've been doing in the past few quarters. Because Amazon was a negative free cash flow business for the last year. You know, for all the complaints about Meta, Meta still printed $35 billion of free cash flow in the last 12 months, while Amazon uh, burnt uh, about 10 or 20. Uh, so that's, I think, going to be the focal point for investors here. And the other one is, honestly, if Andy Jassy joins the earnings call. And you know, count, count me in the bucket here of saying, <laughs> if anyone in Amazon is hearing this, Let's hear from the CEO for a few quarters, for Christ's sakes. He's a new CEO. You know, let, let's, <laughs> let's hear how he runs a business. True. All right. Robert, thanks for the thoughts.